once again to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Robert Weathers, and you know what I'm going to say. We here in Williamsburg, Virginia, Panglossian Productions have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and you know we love 10-minute plays. And over the course of our years here in Williamsburg, Virginia, we've had so many 10-minute plays submitted to us that we could not possibly produce them all. And even though our sound technician is mouthing these words because I say them every show, it really is true. And so what we're going to do is we're going to bring you a 10-minute play, a brand new 10-minute play here tonight. And to help us do that, we have with a special guest, returning guest, Emily Doherty. Hey, Emily! Hey, everyone. How are you? I am peachy. Oh, that's a really good one. Peachy. Peachy. With, pine with pineapples on your shirt. Uh, oh, yeah, that would have been a cooler response. Oh, well. <laughs> That's all right. Yes, <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, there are peaches on her shirt. Uh, no. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, so uh, Emily, before we get started with the play, as you well know, I'm going to ask you a question that is tangentially related to the play that we're about to read. So here it is. You ready? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite classic movie? Casablanca. Casablanca? It's, it's my favorite movie all around. Really? Mm -hmm. Why is that? I think because when I first watched Casablanca, I uh -huh. was like a junior in high school and I really identified with the unrequited love thing oh. in it <laughs> and the angst of it. But, you know, it was super dramatic and I was a super dramatic high school chick, so it made sense for me. Great. I and I've... I like it, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're super glad to have you here tonight. I think you're going to really enjoy this play. The play that we're reading here tonight is called Fans by Stephen Burton. And there are two other uh, actors who are going to be joining us here this evening. The first one is to my left, returning guest Sharon Holland. Welcome back, Sharon. <laughs> so you know I'm going to ask you, Sharon, what is, what is your favorite classic movie? Uh, Casablanca is up there, but I'd say The Philadelphia Story. Philadelphia Story? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Why is that? Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Two good reasons. <laughs> good call. You know, I know that works for a couple other movies, too, but uh -huh. still. <laughs> and, of course, joining us as well is returning guest, Mr. David Catanese. Dave Cat, hey! Hey, everyone. So I'm going to ask you the same, David. Uh, David, I've never once called you David in my life. God, what are you, my teacher? <laughs> I hope not. David, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite classic movie? Uh, I am actually going to say, I'm going to go into the, the 50s with color. I'm going to say Ben-Hur. Charlton Heston. That's oh. the one. It's, I've watched it a lot, and I am a sucker for anything involving ancient Rome. And, yeah, just the story is really good. It actually is one of the few movies where you can see a decent naval battle. Um, literally. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't. Even though, uh, uh, history fact, uh, slaves were never used as galley, uh, as, uh, galley servants on Roman vessels. They were all soldiers. There Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Hollywood stretched the truth? Uh, only slightly by, uh, you know, a lot. That's right. So, David. <laughs> well, guys, we're glad to have you here today. And once again, we're going to be reading Fans by Stephen Burton. Uh, now, for those of you listening at home, uh, you may or may not know, this is a cold read. Uh, so these actors have never laid eyes on this script before. As a matter of fact, if it weren't for me posting it on Facebook earlier today, they wouldn't have even known what characters they're playing. So I'm going to tell you listening at home now. Uh, Emily, if you would be so kind as to play Kathy. Awesome. Uh, Dave Cat, if you would be so kind as to play John. Yes, sir. And Sharon, if you would be so kind as to play Mary. 
Now, I will read the stage directions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Fans by Stephen Burton. The cast is John, introspective, 30 to 40. Kathy, outgoing, 30 to 40. Mary, an elegant elderly woman in the style of old Hollywood glamour. The stage is set with theater chairs that face towards the audience. A still-life image of Greta Garbo is on the back wall. The movie theater is empty except for John and Kath uh, John as Kathy enters with a newspaper and sits, next, sits in the chair near him. He does not react as Kathy determines whether this is the desired chair. Then she moves to the chair next to John. Excuse me, but do you mind if I sit here? No. John quickly looks forward as Kathy sits and then fusses with a newspaper. How was the two-faced woman? Not bad. Her last, but not her best. I think you'll like the next one, as you desire me better. Maybe. John gets up and then moves off stage. Kathy reads the newspaper. John returns with a soda and popcorn to sit in a different chair farther away from Kathy. I'm sorry if I sat too close. I just like this seat. It's a weird habit. No problem. I'm not that particular, but it seemed too close. Well, I did ask first. Yes, and I appreciate that. The lights fade, followed by a pause in the dark. Then the lights come up, followed by an announcement over the PA system. Uh, this is a voiceover, uh, but Sharon, you can read that. We are having difficulty with our reel of As You Desire Me. If we are unable to show it, another film will be substituted. We apologize for the inconvenience and hope you are enjoying the Greta Garbo retrospective. Damn. I hope they get it fixed. It's one of my favorites. I've never seen it. It's the only one in which Greta is a platinum blonde. Is the story good? No, but that doesn't matter so much in a Garbo film. They're mostly about atmosphere, setting, and costumes. But a good film has to have an engaging story to drive it. Otherwise, there's nothing. A film is not a car that has to be driven. Nice line. I'll have to remember that. Are you an expert? No, just an opinion. Well then... What is your opinion on whether Garbo was bisexual? There are rumors, but why does it matter? Just fun gossip? It's not that fun. Oh, another opinion? No, I... Okay, sorry I brought it up. I had no idea sexual preference was a sensitive issue. It's not, but you seem a little pushy. What makes you think that? You sat right next to me when all these other seats were available. <laughs> I told you before, it's a favorite seat. And I'm friendly with no apologies. There are worse things to be. Okay, maybe I overreacted, but let's just watch the film. Good idea. They both look forward as Mary enters. She is an elegant elderly woman who looks similar to what an older Greta Garbo may have looked like. Excuse me. Kathy and John turn towards Mary with a humorous surprise at her image. This is my theater with apologies about the delay. We've had a rough day. All these years, this has never happened. First the reel broke, now the projector's in trouble, and the PA system is out, so that's why I'm here. Please be patient. Now in the meantime, the snack bar is working. And for your inconvenience, two free passes each. One for each inconvenience will be waiting for you at the door when you leave. In other words, a total of four split between the two of you. Enjoy the show, or whatever. Mary nervously exits as Kathy and John continue with shared humor. I hope it shows for your sake, but I think one show is enough for me. Take care. You too. John gets up to walk towards the exit. He pauses to ponder and then turns to slowly walk back towards Kathy until next to her. Do you mind if I sit here? No. He sits. 
My name is John. Kathy. Do you, so you like Garbo? You might say that. It's sort of a, a, an obsession. Me too. I wonder why. There's no explaining it. It's just a feeling, I guess. We're simply fans. Yes. I have a confession to make. Do I look like a priest? I sat next to you because I thought you were interesting. Thank you, and I came back here because of your interestingness. <laughs> Good. That's nice. What do you do? I'm a freelance photographer for fashion layouts, mostly. Uh, you've probably seen some of my work in magazines. Damn, it's a small world. I'm on the design staff of George Gillian, and surprised we haven't met before. Yes, we probably know some of the same people. Could be. I'm also a singer. Interesting. I have a gig on now. She pulls out a postcard for John to look at. Hope you can make it. Thanks. Uh, this is quite a switch. What do you mean? Things started out tense between us. Now it seems to be going in the other direction. Why did you come back to sit next to me? I wanted to exercise your loneliness by keeping you company. <laughs> now that's crap. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank God. Otherwise, I would move to another seat. <laughs> well, I didn't want to miss an opportunity. Opportunity? To miss out on something new. Okay, that sounds good. I've been isolating myself because of a recent loss. The love of my life, now gone. Oh, that's hard to deal with. I've been through that too. Sorry to hear that. Mary enters in a more confused state than before with a large purse and a soda. Look, I'm sorry, but Miss Greta Garbo will not appear today except in your dreams. Forget it. It's not possible. So here are your free passes. Thank you so much. Kathy and John look at each other and then get up. Would you like to get some coffee or something? Yes, I'd like that. Do you know where Greta lived here in the city? Somewhere on the east side, I think. East 52nd Street, looking out over the river. I can show you if you want. Sounds good. Instead of a movie today, we could have a field trip. They exit as John takes the passes from Mary. Also, Kathy gives Mary a postcard invitation, which she looks at with interest. After they are gone, Mary sits down in the back row seat. From the purse, she takes out a liquor flask and then pours, fr pours from it into the soda. After a sip, she sits back with more relief from the day. The end. So now uh, we're going to move into the section of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just finished. So, Emily, I'm going to start with you. Um, this will be a question for everybody here, of course. Uh, as usual, I'm going to ask, what are your first impressions of the play? I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was clever. I thought basically what it was doing was illustrating the way a classic movie goes with uh, building tension and then mm -hmm. swishing what you feel about one another. And I don't know. It was cute. It was clever. I liked it. Yeah, great. Uh, Dave Cap, what you think? Um, I it almost I know it's just it's just the, the one little play, but it almost seems like it's not finished. Like I want to I want to see what happens next. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't think the story's done. I think this is a good opening act, but we need I, I would like to, to see where the story goes from here. What I happens see. next? So you, you think this could be extended into oh, yeah. uh, perhaps a one act uh, or full one act as opposed to Ab just a, a absolutely short absolutely great. Sharon, what you think? Yeah, maybe that's what I, what I was. I just felt like I missed something. Mm -hmm. so, and maybe that's why. Maybe it feels like it's the beginning of something and not anything complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So um, I want to ask uh, Kath, uh, well, Emily, Kathy, um, does Kathy really just like the seat? Now, I know she says later on in the play that she found him interesting, which mm -hmm. is sort of a weird thing to say about somebody if you go and sit next to them. You know, <laughs> if something is interesting, you tend to observe it as yeah. opposed to 
involve yourself directly in it, right? So do you think that she really just likes the seat? Uh, I think that maybe it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Fair enough. I think that she probably does go to the theater regularly Mm -hmm. and she probably does have her own habit but maybe part of the reason she goes to the theater is to meet people with similar interests um and clearly i mean if they're the only two in the theater this is not like a very popular destination in the city fair enough um so i don't know if you've just got one chance to meet somebody with similar interests you might as well go sit by them i guess i feel like that that might be what it really was and maybe why John who clearly it's even stated in his character description that he's more introverted right Mm -hmm. Uh, doesn't immediately flee the situation right because they are the only two people who are here at this Greta Garbo uh, show anything to add to that Dave Cat? No I I think that's pretty much on the head I think uh, uh, John wants to be left alone when he's sitting there so that he can enjoy his movies the way he likes to enjoy his movies and then Mm -hmm. somebody's like who the heck is this get away from me I don't want to be bothered with you. I want to join you in peace. And then it just kind of dawns. I'm like, oh, she, she, she actually isn't repulsed by me. She, she likes me. Very strong language. But he has, he has to, he has to sit there and, and be like, so did you, do you actually like me? Is as like, what he has to go back because he has to be sure because he doesn't even know. I kind of wonder too, you know, if if John maybe when she sits down and you know, if maybe his first thought is, you know, maybe he hasn't had a lot of luck with love, and of course, you know, he states that he lost somebody recently, and yeah. maybe he's back in the dating game. It's not so great for him and all that. But I also kind, I also have to kind of wonder if you have a weird interest, right? Mm-hmm. And you. No, what I mean is like, but it's very specific, right? Well, They're here he, to watch. He knows it's not just all movies. He, it's Greta. It's Greta Garbo. And he knows like specific so facts about her that I didn't even know were were things personally. Yeah, and, and she I does did. describe <laughs> it as sort of an obsession, right? And so I, I just what I'm getting at is that if you have this interest that you might think is a little quirky, maybe quirky is more. Uh, more appropriate word to use. I'm not getting the look from Sharon that maybe that's not the right word. But <laughs> None of us here have quirky interests. No. Exactly right. Uh-huh. But what, what I mean to say is is that is that if somebody else comes in, like maybe you're all automatically a little bit wary of them because of that, mm-hmm. right? Would you agree with that? No, I would completely agree with that because I get it not from uh, Greta Garbo, but just my own personal life. Other interests that I've had were like I like I say I like role playing games. I like Dungeons and Dragons, things like that. And so for the longest mm-hmm. time. Uh, I would say, like, I don't know if you like this, so please don't think I'm weird and a nerd because I like playing these games. So it, it's similar. It's a, the same thing. Not the same things, but a similar sort of vein of interest because he's so obsessed about yeah. Greta Garbo. Any thoughts on that, Sharon? Not really. I think I... I I'm sorry, go ahead. No. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think maybe a, a better equivalent for this, for us and maybe our audience as well, is if somebody were to walk up to you and just be like, I'm a theater kid, you'd be mm. like, oh boy, right? <laughs> well, you know? and you kind of size each other up, like, oh yeah, thinking about, you know, every, I feel like those initial back and forths between the two of them is them kind of being like, but are you really a fan? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. What yeah. struck me is, if this is such a weird, specific thing, Mm-hmm. She's probably seen him there before, but is this the first time she's seen him alone? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, everyone goes, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cue the effect. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. I didn't think about that yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I want to ask you something about the set here, y'all. 
So uh, it is uh, stated er earlier on in the in the scene that there are chairs facing downstage. But I wonder, you know, uh, maybe with a budget or, or, you know, and then also on what would likely be if this was a 10-minute play festival, no budget at all. How is it that you would convey a movie theater? What are what would you use uh, to get the point across immediately that this is a movie theater? A couple of rows of seats, easily. Uh huh. Is what comes to mind right away. I would actually have the seats face um, upstage so that their backs were to us when they were sitting down. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of this, they actually aren't necessarily sitting down and that way when uh what was her name the mary mary, mary enters mm -hmm. that she's like right there and then if you have a theater that has a natural um like proscenium then sure. that's the movie theater yeah I th you know i think that you're right i think that could work if they were facing if the chairs themselves were facing upstage for this it could uh -huh. also create an interesting picture if you're watching somebody turn you know with her arm over the back of the chair yeah. talking to somebody as long as the backs of the chairs weren't too terribly high mm -hmm. any thoughts about that sharon I was just thinking a couple of rows of chairs, and I don't even think they have to be particularly nice chairs because this strikes me as one of those old theaters that's mm -hmm. just a little on the rundown well, side. Yeah, I think yeah. you're probably right about that. Um, well, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you, Sharon, about Mary's character. What do you think is the purpose of Mary in this? She's the bearer of bad news, but that could have been done just by... A voiceover like it was the first time and actually I kind of wonder if maybe it was all a voiceover initially and then <laughs> the author got the idea and maybe just didn't switch the first one to say that right so here's a weird thought maybe she maybe she's Kathy's future if nothing happens with John <laughs> <laughs> you know you know I, I I can see that I really can uh, any thoughts about that Kathy <laughs> I can think of worse things than wearing awesome old clothes in a theater. <laughs> I mean, it's a totally different movie and a totally different image, and it's got nothing to do with Greta Garbo, but my first image was mm -hmm. sort of a Norma desmond mm. sort of type with a little less praise. I could, yeah. hear the, I could hear the shaking in your voice, too, and I thought, that is spot on. That is spot on. Kathy kind of reminded me of Audrey Hepburn, but not like Breakfast at Tiffany's Audrey Hepburn, like Roman Holiday, where it's just kind of spontaneous and over-the-top kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, guys, I want to thank you for joining us here this evening to read Fans uh, by Stephen Burton. I want to make sure that we thank Stephen Burton for his awesome play. Thank you, Stephen. And we want to thank Lauren Watkins and Zodiac Productions. Yay! Thank you very much. And uh, I want to make sure that you at home hit that subscribe button so you get a brand new play every week on Monday. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you, like I said, next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yay! Yay!